How you guys doing? How are you doing? You guys could take your face plugs off right now if you want. You guys can take your face diapers off if you want for this. I'm giving you permission. What's up, Tim? <clears throat> it's going to be banned in Italy. I hope so, Maury. I almost want to send you a bunch of them so you can leave them around. That'd be cool. Maury says... Italy is officially a totalitarian state. I feel like it was before, but it was just kind of like slow brew, where it's like, given the right circumstance, you'd see that what was true is was already true, but it just was like waiting for the right scenario. Change your face, tampon, maxi pad. So today, I want to talk about truth. Oh, boring. Oh, philosophy. So boring. Do a Jordan impersonation. Do a Jordan impersonate. Do a Ben Shapiro. Do a Ben Shapiro. Nah, I will. That always comes. I just I'm not a jukebox. But uh, I wanted to talk about truth because it's really the foundation for everything we do and say and pursue and every argument and every claim. It's all based on that uh, metaphysical assumption. And I wanted to talk about a, a particular statement of a claim, which is, if you ever hear someone say, we create truth. Does anyone... I'm going to get into it, but I want to ask the uh, participants, if you're not wearing a mask, we create truth. Does anyone see a problem with that statement? Anybody? I mean, it sounds like fun to explore, but it's got so many problems just from the starting point. So, if the claim, we create truth, assumed to be true, then if someone claims we don't create truth, that must be equally true. And we know, based on logic, coherency, that's how we ultimately measure whether something is true or not. Um, even at the material level, we rely on coherency, logic, reasoning, numbers, math, uh, the unity between those immaterial concepts, the material world and our mind, language, meaning. All of these things must be true before we even pretend that uh, apprehending material truth is uh, legitimate. So that's one problem. That, that already just destroys it. You know, true, we create truth. If that's true, if I say we don't create truth, that has to be equally true. And before you even say a sentence, we create truth, you're already assuming that we don't create truth by appealing to the logic that exists in a sentence. You know, there is a logical formulated structure, uh, logic deduced or, or extrapolated, have you, what have you. Um, words have to be assumed to be true, meaning, 
logic itself, the laws of logic, in order to even say we create truth, which is incoherent and logically broken. Uh, but even to start there, you already have to assume uh, truth exists before you even make the statement. You have to assume the laws of logic because if someone says, how, how do you mean? You're already assuming the laws of logic in order to argue that your statement has any relevance or meaning or coherency, uh, which if you use logic as we just did, um, shows that uh, it's incoherent. If we create truth, then I can create new laws of logic to be true. Can I do that? Not really, not at all. Not only can I not create new laws of logic, but I can't even refute or attempt to offer new uh, laws of logic without assuming laws of logic in order to even argue them. It's all, all self-refuting, you know? So if I try to argue that language isn't true or meaningful, I have to use language. If I try to argue against the inerrancy of math, um, constants of mathematics, proofs, etc., I would have to appeal to math. I'd have to show it in math. That's why all of these claims are uh, retarded, but um, beyond retarded is incoherent, logically fallacious, uh, self-refuting. And it's important because people do follow a resonancy of truth. Something can sound true, similar to, similarly like when you hear like a shitty 90s song, like uh, Chili Peppers or like something else, the sound, the resonancy, it, sound, like it sounds true. It sounds right and correct and like meaningful. And as we know, if we uh, dissect the words, sometimes and they make zero sense. They're not coherent at all. There's nothing true about it. The only thing true is the uh, appropriately placed melodies and uh, um, notes within a, uh, a standard or notes within a scale, you know, that you land on the right note, the bass is hitting the correct note. We know this by frequency, it matches. But the, co the, the truth of the matter, the words can sound correct. You can be, f you can be, your senses can be fooled into truth because from the resonancy perspective, because it can sound, it can sound right. It sounds good. You know, this is like the Peterson effect. You know, when you appeal to Jordan Peterson and all the thinking and all the various ways of looking at one cup of coffee, uh, they're all true in a way. And this is uh, incoherence. This is relativism. This is flirting with epistemic nihilism. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's dangerous. <clears throat> I won't even say it's evil. We don't need to even get to that level. So when someone says these things or they say, you know, we can create, our, we create our own morality. You know, nothing that we uh, value exists outside of ourselves. Um, that's solipsism. You know what I mean? If that's true, you could never look at a person outside of yourself and say you're evil or you're doing evil because you're already appealing outside of yourself. So it's self-refuting. Um, so all of this nonsense, it's important to isolate it, look at it, and then use logic. True logos is logic uh, to apprehend truth of the matter. 
relativism is self-refuting. You know, it's just self-refuting. If there is no truth, I can never be wrong. Exactly. And that means someone saying, you know, the same ridiculous claim is that truth is not absolute. That's an absolute claim. It's an absolute truth claim. <clears throat> it's self-refuting. You know, every time we make a claim and we pursue truth, we have to assume it exists independently of our um, opinions. We cannot, we have to assume we can't generate it. Otherwise, anyone who believes truth is created, please show me how the three laws of logic in reasoning are unnecessary. Show me how we don't need the uh, law of non-contradiction. Show me. Because if you try to show me, you're proving, you're assuming the law of non-contradiction. This, this, this is the problem with truth, but also the, the, the source. You know, the circularity is not acceptable within within the system we're arguing. In other words, if I say, uh, you know, math isn't true, you'd have to show me in math. Math would have to be true to show that, to even try to demonstrate how it's not true. You're always appealing to the system. Um, but we can't do this for truth and make ourselves, our mind, our bodies, the system. Because you can't appeal to the system to affirm what the system, in this case our mind and mouth, is proclaiming. You can't say truth is relative and then I ask how do you know and you say because I said so, it doesn't work. <clears throat> Circularity. None of it's, yeah, any, any, you can't, you can't actually refute any of the laws of logic without assuming all of them to be intact. So <clears throat> that's something important, you know, and it's not an old convert. It's not a new conversation. There's just always new people emerging and trying to, you know, place this upon the minds of men. And it's tempting because it alleviates maybe some behavior or it alleviates the narrowness of what truth is, how, how narrow truth is, and that you have to abide by a law. And then you have to confront that laws and concepts, logically and rationally speaking, must ultimately have a source. Because laws, uh, morality, truth, reasoning, math, they are all concepts. And we know that concepts are associated habitually with a mind. And then you can go into the argument of, well, without the human mind, they wouldn't exist. But without a human mind, you couldn't prove that they wouldn't exist either. You'd have to have one lingering human around to be like, guys, he's right. These laws, morality, truth, laws of logic wouldn't exist if we weren't around. I'm here to testify. So it's a moot point. 
It's not a great form of argumentation because you can say that about anything. That doesn't discredit a source outside of the human mind. You know, the human mind isn't the source of the unity between immaterial concepts, the physical space. It doesn't create that unity. The, it observes the unity. So yes, we need the capacity, the faculty to discern truth. But we can't say that our fact, faculty is creating truth. Otherwise, everyone's truth, Oprah, this is an Oprah view. You live your truth, your truth, your truth. I really love your truth, Bill Gates. Your truth is testing millions of African children with vaccines. Live your truth. Ah. Under your seat is an abortion. Live your truth. You can't get an Oscar without killing your baby. Math doesn't exist in nature. There isn't two of anything. Yeah, and even the concept of two, the law of identity still holds true even with immaterial concepts you can't produce. You can't produce me a seven. Yet, we can argue that math can't be, you can't change math without the law of identity. Like, you can't just change one to three without seven also changing or four changing and, and whatnot. It just changes everything. It's like a fractal. Uh, it's, like a, it's like coding. Like, you cannot just interrupt interrupt the sequence and patch up the sequence if one sequence is missing or broken the whole sequence doesn't work so you can't produce a seven not only can you not produce a seven you still assume it's true but you can use a seven but the relationship between the concept seven that you're affirming is true even though you can't produce it the concept is, itself does not have a one-to-one -one relationship between the seven cars you're counting. Those aren't the seven. The, the seven cars aren't equal to the seven. But yet, people will be like, oh, prove to me, you know, this is true. I want empirical evidence, man. I want, I want science, Bill Nye. You know, why don't you rise up to the Bill Nye, Neil Tyson DeGrasse level? Show me evidence of seven. And someone would be like, you can't, but you assume it's true. And that entire worldview of empiricism and science-based truths rely on immaterial, absolute concepts that cannot be proven using the scientific method. Which is why it's also silly when people say the only truth, science is the only way to truth. If that was true, you'd be able to use a scientific scientific experiment to prove it. You can't because you're making a philosophical, metaphysical claim about a material worldliness claim. Um, that's why philosophy and logic is is so important. And and some people think like Tyson DeGrasse doesn't understand, or maybe he does. He's just lying. He presumes that there's no philosophy going on with his worldview. Of course there is. So an entire worldview philosophy going on. Yeah, right. They're they're scientists and Morgan Freeman is God. Yeah, literally. It's like that they're like, why not? Why not? 
I worked for a caterer for the party staff at Oprah's 60th birthday in January 14, Tyler Perry's house, right after Paul Walker died. Yeah, I bet. They're like, celebration. It's celebration time. Degrasse means fat in Italian. That's funny. Doesn't Fauci mean mouth? I think that's so appropriate. He's just a mouthpiece of a, a medical... Uh, dictatorship, scientific dictatorship. He's the mouthpiece. What's a good book on logic? Uh, logically fallacious. It's just a. It's just a list of fallacies, like three hundred of them. If you learn fallacies, you catch them when you're say, saying them. It's inescapable. You you will make fallacies, um, but fallacies are good. Uh, a good starting point, and then. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I can't separate logic and philosophy from from uh, theism. It ultimately leads toward it, toward a a mind behind all of these concepts and laws. But uh, anything by C.S. Lewis is is logic and philosophy based. It's not so. It's not Bible thumping. You know, it's not appeal to historicity of the Bible, etc. It's it's a logical exercise. Sephiram Rose, uh, Nihilism, a great book to either read or audiobook while you're doing something. Because logic, you know, just studying logic itself is super boring unless it's applied in philosophy in something you're interested in. The content is what kind of pulls you in. I have a, a basic look, a book on logic and it's useful, but it's so boring. It's so technical that it doesn't get you into practice, you know? So the only way to get into practice is to have conversations or thought processes and um, make claims to yourself and see if it's see if it's fallacious, see if it's grounded or not. And uh, it'll practice. Basically, practicing logic will in inevitably, almost immediately put you into a, a philosophical framework for, for everything, which... Uh, which everything already is. It's just, it's either inc incoherent or not, you know? Space trilogy. Yeah, without philosophical and logical assumptions, there is no science. Absolutely. Yep. It's exactly true. Why is Trump trolling when he wishes Ghislaine? I don't know. He could be trolling. He could be uh, protecting assets. We never know. We won't know. Whatever version we're getting, we're getting a tripped up version, a, a cleaned up sterile version. Something's always missing. Um, but just enough crumbs to go sniffing in the cupboard. But it's useless. We're all watching. It's no different than like Q. It's just like watching the horse race, hoping that your horse wins, cheering as though you're cheering will impact the horse winning when really you're just a stateless component and <clears throat> just watching. Uh, it's not a black pill. It's just reality. It's like, you know, whatever happens with jizz lane is not going to make you better at uh, trimming your tomatoes 
feeding your children, building your home, finding the land, weaning off of the tit of the the corporate government uh, two tit. They got the two tits going. Um, so in the end, it's like it's interesting, but it's just it just doesn't matter, you know. Because we'll just never know. It'll just constant disinfo. Just constantly. It's like playing telephone with a bunch of people. And telephone, you actually try to transmit the accurate info to the person in the ear. This is like playing... Politics is like playing telephone where everybody's purposefully saying the wrong things into the ears. And we're watching. We're not even playing the game. We're watching the game and trying to overhear maybe a little bit of mumbling... We're like, no, no, he said, no, he said, he said Kevin Spacey's going to jail. Did you hear him? Yeah, he's going to jail. Yeah, Kevin Spacey, I can't wait till he's in, he's in jail. Oh, yeah. Can't wait till he's in jail. Oh, Kevin Spacey, when he's in jail, when he's in jail, I'm going to eventually pay my credit cards off. When Tom Hanks is in jail, that's when the world begins newly. New world. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. A boom, 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 boom. I did see one convincing picture. It was Ellen DeGeneres, and she had a, uh, it looked like she had an ankle bracelet on, I swear to God. But I just, I just didn't get too excited. Just like, man, maybe that's just, it has nothing to do with the government, and they just, they just wear those for each other. I don't know. When they free Cosby, I don't even know. I didn't realize. It's so sad. Someone like that, basically the face of maybe three generations straight in a row, just in jail. Nobody cared. No one talks. It's over. Boom, boom. Yep. Yeah. Boom Boom is funny rhetoric. Yeah, you, I got that from, there's a guy named Orion Morningstar. He's a black dude who just, he, he covers a lot of funny stuff and some of it's ridiculous and some of it's, it's just interesting to watch him. Um, but he always says, bang, bang. He's like, bang, bang, fam. Bang, bang, fam. And my version is not an empowering version. I'm, I'm taking that, inverting it a little bit. And then I'm boom, boom is making fun of like the false truths, you know, or the immediate, uh, emotional reactions of, um, you know, the undeveloped males that show up in my chat or my page. They're, they're essentially just going boom, boom, Fauci tell the truth, boom, boom. Oh yeah, Jim Bob, how do you account for 160,000 Karunka deaths? It's 6,000 new cases every day. Boom, boom. It's all boom, boom to me. Who let Biden out of the basement? I don't even know. For all I know, Biden is, a, is just AI. Like they're practicing uh, Elon Musk's like, you know, what is it called? brain penetrator whatever his brain raper is they should call it brain rape 
Boom, boom. Oh, boom, boom. I go to Jim Bob's page. I go, boom, boom. I'm going to boom, boom him today. Neuralink. Yeah. Neuralink's going to, it's got a big, it's like a big joke. You know how everything he says, he's like, I'm going to put a car into space. I'm, I'm going to, we're going to Mars, Mars, Mars. Maybe we can go to Mars. Um, uh, Neuralink, connect, you know. And then, and then Neuralink ends up to, like the the extent to which Neuralink's abilities is uh, limited to s two people smelling the same French fries. They're like big breakthrough, big breakthrough. If you want to you want to smell, if you want to smell um, someone someone else's French fries, uh, Neuralink is going to be a big going to be a big part of that in, in the future. Okay, boom boom. Okay, Elon Boom Boom. Butthole recognition technology. Totally. Eventually, that will be it. You know why? Because when they do the face swap tech and it gets seamless, you know, we're going to see a lot of ourselves in the, uh, you know, as Gollum. We're going we're gonna to be every, every character in our favorite show by choice at the beginning you know title screen would you like to import your full contact list randomly into the movie uh yeah you know i can see the terrible things of technology but uh would i like to import all of my contacts randomly into all of the characters of the movie yes yes um but that's also going to import everybody's face no one will go without uh being in a porn movie uh, the you know, the negative is the degeneracy and disgustingness that that's going to that was going to follow because of that technology and the legality. The the advantage is that that kind of uh, blackmail, you know, currency, having like a dirty tape on someone. Once it's seamless, it won't have the same power, you know. Because you just be like, everything. everything's possible to completely make seamless and, and discern, like, indiscernible reality uh, through the screens, through the screens. So it won't have as much power, which is kind of good because uh, little girls will no longer look up to Kim Kardashian and be like, wait, if I make a porno and release it, I could be famous? I can inject my butt with stuff? And then be famous too if I just make if I just release a, a porno, and uh, yeah, that stuff's gonna be pretty crazy. And that's like five less than five years. I mean, there's a dude who does really good face swaps, almost indiscernible. It's it's not quite there, but a little bit of like mouth movement problems. But generally, for, for someone who's not paying attention, it's it, it's almost there. <clears throat> and they're definitely going to create a world leader or some sort of personality and do a test run. And they're going to justify the test run under national security. Uh, Eric Schmidt, National Security for AI Commission. They're going to justify creating AI people. Um, you know, they're going to invent backgrounds of entire people. And they're going to have their Facebook 10 years old to justify that they're real people. 
And then people will be like, yeah, well, this guy really died of Corona. Look, you're going to say that guy's fake? Yeah, maybe actually, you know, yeah, if you think they're not working on that stuff, you're uh, retarded. So they're going to have a, the first introductory test, you know, information. They're going to justify it with global, you know, national security nonsense. And they're going to be like, no, we need to test uh, the ability to create a fake person and have them occur as a real person with a background and have them deliver, have them uh, assume a state level position or win an election even, you know. You know, when we get to the point where a fake AI person wins an election, that'll be their test run. It'll be like, you know, we did it for your own good. We're trying to protect you from this stuff in the future, guys. We just had you vote on a fake person that doesn't exist that we put a lot of money and time into, of your money and time, uh, just to test you guys. Because it's, you know, for a greater good, you guys, we need to know what your threshold of retardedness is. In other words, put on your mask. Can we oppose this? Uh, you can oppose it by uh, non-participation. It's all consent-based. So if you get into the system and you're dependent on Amazon basic income, uh, Amazon basic necessities, which will probably exist in a year or two, where they send a, a little truck arrives in your neighborhood and then the top opens in the back uh, compartment and all these drones fly out like little bumblebees and then they deliver to your little box to your house and they're like here is your grown tomatoes here it's actually Stephen Hawking his face is on all of the Amazon uh, drones and they when he knocks on the doorbell he's like your box of basic goods are here the universe is 20 billion years old have a good day, Have a good day. When I was alive, I never had to turn my cell phone sideways. One of the joys of having my neck like this is I never needed to turn my cell phone sideways. Your, your Amazon basic needs are met according to our standards. According to the Amazon Collective Excel spreadsheet, your box of necessities is delivered. Please do not appeal. We've included an extra set of tokens for the local arcade. I'm sorry, could you turn your cell phone upright? Stephen Hawking, the poor guy, saw everything in landscape, panoramic view. That's probably why he thought, you know, he was so smart. He, all, It was just an illusion. He just saw everything like a wide lens, you know. So he was like, oh my God, I see everything now. Please believe me, you cannot refute me because I am a vegetable tipped over in a wheelchair. If you, if you refute me, you hate wheelchair people, vegetables. Meanwhile, everything he's saying is just run-of-the-mill, like, bong-smoking stoners who, like, left college early in their basement. They're all saying the same shit. It's just that he is talking from a box. You know what I mean? And it's like, 
The smartest person in the universe, his conclusion is that there's just more universes. Are you kidding me? I can't believe they are buying this shit. If I was actually the smartest person in the universe, you would think I would figure out how to get out of this fucking chair. But I cannot. He was a terrible person. I don't know he's terrible. He is, I don't know him. He's just a uh, materialist. Even though his last couple of theories are not based in material at all. Everyone eventually appeals out of materialism. Like even a materialist can't even make material claims without appealing to metaphysical. Like that's as we talked in the beginning. It's like you can't actually, that's what's funny. The new argument against materialism should be you're not a materialist. You can't be. And then they have to prove that they are. And then they appeal to language and truth and logic and numbers. You're like, no, you know, you're not. A, I know you really want to be a materialist, but you're not. You're a faker. Instead of going, you're a materialist. It's so stupid. It's such a, you know, that's been an argument of mine, which it is. It's an accurate argument, but it's almost a better argument to be like, you're not. You're not a materialist. You can't be. It's impossible. What do materialists have to say about time? Time is illusory. That everything occurs in the space-time continuum. Carl Sagan. Uh, just a... I don't know, kind of like a mystical charlatan. He, he's similar to like Alan Watts. They, all of these characters, they're very um, poetic. Again, talking about resonance of truth. You know, when you hear it and you're just sitting there and you want to space out, if you don't have a rigorous, philosophical, logical mind, you'll just kind of go, oh, that sounds really good. You know, it sounds accurate. He's not, he has authority. He's, he knows. He knows. And he's had some accurate predictions and whatnot that are material-based. But uh, inevitably, everybody's kind of mimicking and altering a godliness. Some sort of massive universal truth. You know, they're assuming a metaphysical reality that transcends the physical in their in their speech and it just sounds different it's just like it's either really complex like you know chopin or whatever or it's like you know you know hey now you're an all-star get the game on <clears throat> so any like charlatan will be within the spectrum of chopin and smash mouth as far as content direct content is concerned I had some Alan Watts CDs. Oh, damn, CDs. I love McKenna.
How gay is Q? Well, it's just... I'm swapping the word gay with how inverse. It's just inverse. It's just, you know, trust the plan, trust man, trust the dude, trust Steve Bannon, whatever. Whoever's typing, trust the AI aggregate. You know, it's all just some idea that they're a group of men fighting and they're going to handle it, you guys. It's just dumb. Mostly because it has nothing to do with you. You're not in it, okay? You're just, you're just not in it. You're just watching the horse race. So, um, I do know how to, um, I wouldn't, but I know I would know a, a method to kind of devaluing Q and it would be queers for Q and it would just be a black screen, kind of like share the black lives matter square, except it's a Q, you know, the regular white Q that you see, and it's just a rainbow. And then you start a movement, sort of like 4chan style, where you get a bunch of queers who are like so into into Q, and it's queers for Q, and you 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 would have to pay people Soros style to show up and totally be like a pride parade, but it's all Q and it's all queers for Q, and you just make up the the movement. I would never do it because it's uh, manipulation, but. Because I can discern manipulation, I could also uh, imagine if I was that kind of person uh, how to undermine movements, which ironically, many people believe Q is an undermining of an existing movement or a co-opting of a, of a movement. <clears throat> but uh, super queeros are alive and well regardless there's enough, there's something mystical. Yeah, it's mystical. Yeah. And it's all cryptic. It's like, you know, if anything's true, then it's all true. And then you negate like all the times it's not true. Hey Ben, how many Brett's does it take to screw in a light bulb? Well, I don't know. I don't hire Brett to screw in light bulbs. I hire a light bulb screwer. I, I did a search. People who install lights also are well-skilled and versed in screwing in light bulbs. I particularly don't like to change light bulbs. My hands are a little too small to grip the light bulb, the light bulbs that I have. Those are the big Edison kind. I, I heard they're cool. So I, so I like to follow what's cool. Some people get this idea that I, it's impossible for me to be cool, but that, that's just objectively wrong. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just objectively wrong. So I don't like to touch light bulbs. I don't like the, the, the risk of getting shocked. You know, so some people lose their, their cognitive abilities when they're shocked, and I can't afford that. My, 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 my career is way too important to me at this point. I, the things I've built, I mean, look, look, look at the things I've built. Even the mistakes I've made, I've, I've actually written, you know, entire articles on how I was wrong. Nine ways Ben Shapiro was wrong. It's like, I cannot risk any of that. You know, at the risk of just like, you know, shocking myself, even if it's a little shock. It's like, how do I know if that if that impacted some of my performance in the latest debate? It's like, how how am I supposed to destroy 17 year olds with with shaven heads? You know, how am I supposed to do that if I get electrocuted? It's just just logic and facts, gang. Does he stutter? 
I just like I embody him, so it feels like the stutter is accurate. But I'm not even sure he's ever. But maybe he does. Maybe like it's, it's triple, a quick triple. I can hear the judo. Judo. I do judo. It's not the kind that Joe Rogan does. It's a different kind. The mat is a giant star. If I if if I throw you into one of the points of the star, you lose. That is judo. It's a usually a quick triple. He stutters. He doesn't cuss. Yes. Effing. If you want to debate me on this topic, I will happily have you on, or I will meet you in a physical location. We can effing debate. It's like, I do not like to curse. It's a character. It's a character flaw. Instead, I just curse with the word, and I just leave the rest of the word out. And it shows that I'm ballsy enough and manly enough to curse, but I don't have to curse. It gives me some street cred. And if you, if you don't like that tactic, you can get the F out of here. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to act like an N-I-G-G-A, then go ahead. Sometimes I spell out the word so I don't have to say it. That allows me to say N-I-G-G-A without being in trouble. But I will never say N-I-G-G-E-R. You will never catch me saying that. California apartment put on house arrest, forced people to get tested. I think that's all just presentation. It's like you sneak these things in. This stuff requires consent, so it's always it's always written like they did this to them, and it's like there's a cucked male going, "I'm stuck. They made me. I'm I'm stuck in my apartment," and it's just manufactured consent. They put it in the news. They dribble it in. It's like a drip line. You get a taste of it. You're like, "Oh, that's happening. Oh, that's happening." And then you accept that it's happening versus, and how it's presented, which is it's happening to them versus they are consenting and allowing it to happen. If I was that dude, I would be chopping off the, my ankle bracelet or I would be have, I would have a gun and I'd be like, this is the hill. I'm not, you're not putting, you're not putting, strapping a thing on my leg because of a vaccine or, or a virus. Absolutely not. So the cucked male and his wife and the kid, they're all a part of the show. And they're all saying, this is what you do. This is what I did, you guys. You guys, this is what I did. It's like, they totally like arrested me and put my ankle bracelet on. And I was like, oh my God, you got to write about this. It's like, I'm just going to sit in here and hopefully the media will defend me. And people will be like outraged that I got locked up and they, they put an ankle bracelet on me. It's like, where, what, what? So you, you're okay with that? Well, what am I gonna do? I mean, I'm trapped in my house. No, you said okay. You didn't fight. You didn't risk going to jail, uh, in order to not have an ankle bracelet on you because of some bullshit. I, I think it's mostly bullshit anyway. I really think they just invent these things partially to get people to react and you know, stay in the news and stay in the cycle and constantly fight over it and blah, 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 blah.
It's just like, any. why would I think that's real if I know that like the nonsense in COVID is, is fake? Like, you know what I mean? You can't just appeal to some other part of the news that supports the claim that like tyranny is on its way, which there's a truth to, but it's not because the news says so. So you got to be careful when you go like, oh, this is all bullshit. And then they present something that kind of is good bait for you. And you're like, oh, yes, I like that taste of that fish food. Oh, all the other fish go up for the bad food, but I, that my food is real food. Oh, yes. I fight. Oh, yes, that's a good food. Tyranny. It's like, why wouldn't it all be the same by the same people? Why, why not? Just say no, Nancy Reagan. Bazed Reagan. Does Jesus hate Jews? No. Fuck, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, so am I, Xavier. We're all guilty of it. It's just about acknowledging it when you do it. And it usually happens in a quick moment. It doesn't happen long term. You notice it when you do it because it gets you excited. You get a shot of cortisol. You know what I mean? Like you go, oh, yes. Uh, jizz lane. Ooh, jizz lane. It's like there's no, it's, it's not an accident. It's not like it's on purpose, but it's not an accident. It's like very synchronous, synchronistic that uh, her name's Jizz Lane. You know, she is getting you in the Jizz Lane, the max, to the max. Well, you know, like the ultimate. It's just like, yes, oh my God, Kevin Spacey's going to jail. Keep this one alive. Try to keep this one alive, bozos. And then you just, it's all edging because they never let you go. And uh, she gets off and you don't. So that's how that's going to go. Do a James True impersonation. I would need to work on that. It's a very specific cadence, word usage, and so forth. Jesus was pagan. Thoughts on disinfecting drones? You mean like spraying them or they are drones that go around disinfecting you, just like spraying you? Uh, yeah, I would blast one out of the sky with a shotgun. Try to pee on one, you know? Can't pee that high, though. We'd have to get our Jeffrey equals jack off Epstein's erection. Yeah, basically. Thoughts on Trump, I'm new. Trump's just a dude, and he's in a system, and uh, he's not going to save you, and he's funny. Really good troller. I mean, really outstanding.
Have you been able to remain maskless in a grocery store? Yeah, you can do that. You know, they can't ask you what, what your medical condition is. You could either put up the hard fight, the true fight, and just say, no, I'm not doing that. And that might get you some security because in the end, they can kind of boot you out, which is why I argued, don't uh, be a Walmart consumer retard and argue why you deserve to be in Walmart to buy all your shit food. <clears throat> but if you go in with confidence and no mask and you don't look at people and you don't do it for boasting, but you just refuse, then they're going to it's on them to uh, interrupt their own existence and life and make the move. So you put it on them to make the move. You don't, you don't bait them to make the move. You just, you just go in confidently and then you know, you have a choice. You either say, hell no, call the police or whatever, and you have to deal with that. Or you can say, no, I medically and mentally, uh, you know, I'm in a condition where I refuse. And they can't ask you what that condition is. And uh, if that's lying, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with yourself needing to lie to get out of wearing a face mask, if that's the case. I don't, I'm not recommending lying. I'm just saying that's an, if you, that's an option. They cannot. They can't ask you if you consider that a quick fix, and just an f you to them, and you're okay with that deception. Fine. I don't. I don't care. Because the whole thing's a deception. You know what I mean? So I would just say, don't talk to me. You don't know who I am. Which is true. Or you can just say, I am wearing one. You know what I mean? Just like I am wearing a mask. And then it just, they'll get creeped out. And don't look at them in the eye. Look at their shoulder. So if someone stops you, where, sir, where's your mask? And you look at them in the shoulder only. Intently. That'll confuse them. And then you say, I am wearing a mask. And you never look away from their shoulder until you see that shoulder disappear from your view. And that's when you know you can pursue the vegetable section. Lying is not correct. Simply say no. Yeah, that's the best bet. That, that's the best bet. Thank you for that correction. You're, you're correct. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. What's the difference between the Torah teachings and the Bible? I don't know. I know the Torah is like pre-Bible. So there's some... there Torah, I, I think there's Torah. Extrapolations or whatever in the Old Testament. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really comment co confidently. But I know there's also like the um, Talmud. That's slightly different, I believe. I think the Talmud is the one that teaches uh, Tikkum Olam, which is a worldview that I vehement, vehement, fuck that word, that I strongly disagree with. Vehemently, vehemently. Um, which is like, you know, fix the world, Michael Jackson shit. You know, that's why, um, that's why it's so prevalent because, you know, it's not anti-Semitic to say that Hollywood entertainment is mostly operated and managed by Jewish people. And if they grew up with the theology or ideology of Judaism, not talking about ethnicity, 
talking about the ideology, Tikam Olam is heal the world. You know, it's very strong and prevalent in Hollywood uh, movies. All Every time you see a bunch of famous people get into a room and they film it and they all sing the same song because they're raising money for Africa, that's all part of the same worldview of heal the world, fix the world, band-aid the world, we can make the world better. And that'll be my... Um, Though my work here is done on earth, basically heaven on earth, and I, I reject that. Um, that ultimately leads to utilitarianism. Someone ends up having the authority in what is good and what is the physical, material representation in outcome of the good, and that's not how the good works. It's not an outcome based thing. You don't secure an outcome, a moral good, out in the world. You don't change this worldliness to good, it's impossible. It's logically impossible. It's not just theologically. It's not just spiritually impossible. Logically, the good can't be grounded in the material or in man's opinion. So it's not like some big appeal to the Bible, which we can go to, but just based on, it's just an appeal to logic. You know what I mean? N-I-G-G-A? Anyway, I gotta go, I think, soon. Heal the world, make it a better place. Yeah. Heal the world. You just summed up everything in that, I thought. Yeah. Me too. Every time I talk, I'm not, I'm talking to myself, working out my own thoughts and beliefs and stances. And you guys are a very important mirror Stephen do you think we should heal the world which world Stephen do you think there's good in the universe which universe okay kind of hard to talk to you, dude. I'm not technically talking. Touche. Touche. Can you get me a bottle of orange juice? Now, I don't really believe in just the pity. You know, I don't believe in pity. I think you have the, you have a pretty expensive wheelchair. You're smart enough to know where the orange juice is. I don't know why you just assume because I'm not in your position that I have to get you orange juice. Touche. Multiverse. Mm. My theories don't make sense, so I have to create multiverse. What about, what's Scientology about? I don't know, really. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Boom, boom. Why are you anti-mask even though scientific research shows that it does make a difference? 
What's, what do you mean scientific research? There's research that's established over the course of the years that doesn't make any difference. So I can just say the same thing. Why are you pro-mask even though there's scientific research that shows that it's useless? Okay, now let's get into just facts against facts and research against research. It's endless regress. The fact is, I have the right to get sick. If, there, if there's such a thing that's going to get me sick, I have the right to get sick. It's my body, my choice. Biatch. And if I'm not sick, why do I have to wear a mask? You'd have to prove that I'm sick to force, to even argue that I should wear a mask. Now, do you know I'm sick there, Aiden Delion? If you don't know I'm sick, you have no right to my medical history. Are you, are you saying that t people with tuberculosis should have been masked this entire time? I know you're not saying that because scientific proofs is what tuberculosis uh, transmits to the droplets and you're six feet away. Eh? Not five feet or seven feet, but six feet. That's scientific. Just shut up. You sound like a fucking idiot. Sorry. It's a little bit of anger. It's gone now. I forgive you. You just don't know better. You're probably like 20. You're like, look at all the masks. Science. I love my science. Science is good. They got a rocket to the moon. They better wear a mask. How are they going to get to the moon again if they don't wear a mask again? No. Just stop. It's not even about science. It's about your consent. How are you going to prove that I'm sick enough and I have to wear a mask? Are you going to demand my medical? That's what this is all about. It's about overturning HIPAA laws and creating a hive mind that's connected to our biology and our well-being. It's all going to be for the well-being. And, you know, we're all in a database and all everything's transparent. And we can see, like, you know, who just got AIDS? Well, I have the right to know who's got AIDS in my vicinity. Yeah. That's, who, that's what you're arguing for. You don't even realize it, though. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's pathetic. It's dumb. Stupid. Just stop. Make a difference. Make a difference? Is that a scientific term? Yeah, we just did a study. It looks like a... Looks like the study shows that it makes a difference. You guys, does that work? Do you want to peer review it? Make a difference? Okay, let's just go with make a difference. Cool. Heal the world. Make it a different place. It's all the same shit. You don't know what you're talking about. Stop. And punch you through the phone. You don't have older brothers. Maybe you need older brothers. You need a dad who just shuts you up and says, Stop it, you little pussy. You're going to be a pussy your whole life? I got to go.